I'm not very far away, Don Ferlazzo. And I'm fun for everyone, Caitlin Kay. And, and this is... Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is the show where we take a deep dive into the fascinating world of TV and radio jingles. And today is no exception. No exception. We the never make exceptions on this show. Never exceptions. Um, today, we are going to talk about... The jingle for Crystal Beach. Crystal Beach, Ontario. Crystal Beach is, was, R.I.P. Oh, wait a Beach. minute. Wait a second. I don't want to get into the history yet. We've got some catching up to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Even though our last episode aired in August. This is Banter Corner. Yes, it is. It's Banter Corner. The people need to hear from us. Um, okay, so obviously it's been uh, a f- just a month or so for people, but for us it's been many more months, right? And... Because we record two episodes at a time. We've already told... No, we've already pulled back the curtain on this You've already told, though? Yeah. If you would listen to our past episodes, even once, you might remember this. Uh, But we did talk about this previously. Um, So much has happened. Uh, One big thing that's happened is our... uh, One of our dedicated listeners, two of our dedicated listeners, we assume, uh, Matt and Danny, got married. That was fun. Congratulations, you guys. Yay, Matt and Danny. uh, We just got the pictures beautiful pictures we look beautiful i was turned on by myself we remembered (laughs) all the good times we remembered a a hot ponytailed man named sam you think sam listens i hope he does he will now hey sam sam what are you up to you ever think about doing a three-way podcast (laughs) you ever wonder what it's like We'd keep it really cool. It wouldn't be weird at all. There's minimal eye contact, Sam. No. <laughs> now you'd wear a blindfold. There'd be no <laughs> eye contact at all. Uh, we're back, baby. Um, so uh, congratulations to Matt and Danny. Sam, we look forward uh, to having you join us as a uh, co-host. Mm-hmm. Um, also since then, Caitlin has turned one year older. <laughs> Today... Today, as of this recording, it is my birthday. Um, Don said, what snacks do you want? And I said, chips and Coke. Like, it's a sleepover party. <laughs> and and that, I actually brought it because I'm only now just realizing you were being sarcastic. It was I was not sarcastic oh. at all, though. I wanted chips and Coke. Here's some, some chips ASMR. Yeah, but the problem is there was no Coke at this. You want a Diet Coke, right? I want a Diet Coke. Right. There was no DC at this uh, convenience store, which I would name them, except they don't have a jingle, so why even bother? Um, so I had to get DP, Diet which Pepsi. I haven't opened. Yep. I opted for a gin and self seltzer. Instead. Store brand seltzer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and since there are no limes at said convenience store... I just grabbed the little lime, squeezy lime, squeezy lime from uh, the fridge. What little was left after my, um, you know, constant guacamole uh, making, because that's one of my specialties, mm-hmm. is uh, you know mixing avocado with lime and uh, salt and and a couple other spices. So anyway, we brought it. How's it taste? Is it it a, tastes pretty good. Is it birthday good? No, it's birthday good. That's good. I maybe have not had a drink since the wedding of which we speak. And at that wedding, you had drinks, yes? Many. Many drinks. There were many drinks to be had. Um, I I found an unopened container of premixed cocktails. Oh, that's right. You were feeling guilty about that. Now, let's tell Danny and Matt about this. 
What was the cocktail you found? Was it margarita? It was a gin and tonic. Oh, so gin and tonic in a can, right? It was a gin and tonic in a can. And there were plenty of these, yes? It, there were plenty. It was the day before the wedding. We were told there would be pre-mixed cocktails at the wedding, but I went downstairs to dinner the day before dinner, and I found one. I found an unopened box, and I wanted one real bad. <laughs> and I opened the box, um, and I took one, and I brought it upstairs, and I put another box on top of the box. Uh, so that nobody would know what I did. Do you think like they were like, hey, maybe we should like donate these boxes of uh, premixed cocktails to like the local shelter since we didn't drink them all? And yeah, then the homeless like, shelter. They're like, wait a minute, one's been opened. This whole thing is tainted, and they're like, then the homeless shall not drink tonight, and they just threw them away, right into the <laughs> lake where we stayed next to a castle. You know the lake, but my my other thought was like, oh well, these are for Aunt Jane because Aunt Jane has severe food allergies and can only enjoy pre-mixed canned gin and tonics, and these are special for her and they've been irradiated to eliminate allergens and. <laughs> yep, and I, I think I was giving. I know I was giving you a hard time being like some old woman is walking around <laughs> saying who drank my. My Ooh, pre-made my gin, and tonic. gin and tonic. Those were prescriptions. <laughs> Those were prescriptions. <laughs> she was very sad. She was like, I can't drink now. I can't enjoy this way. I used my HSA for those last <laughs> two boxes of gin and tonic. Well, so Danny and Matt, thank you for thank you for the hospitality. That was really an amazing wedding, and we wish you guys nothing but the best. And mm. thank you again. Sorry about and that. And happy birthday to Caitlin. I hope you enjoy. Don't forget to keep drinking your, your fizzy drink, because all those bubbles are going to just, just bubble away. If I you don't, don't want do the anything. bubbles to read on... Uh, the podcast. All right. Yeah, I guess we are on a podcast. So before you were so rudely interrupted by mm-hmm. uh, this this witty banter, um, I think you were going into the history of Crystal Beach. What is Crystal Beach anyway? I was going to hop right into Crystal Beach. So Crystal Beach was a theme park in Ontario, Canada. Um, a lot of my jingles come from this part of the country. The ones you write, you mean? Your jingles? My particular jingles. Uh, it, I spent a lot of time there as a kid in the Buffalo area, and we got a lot of Canadian TV and radio stations out there. And it's my go-to place for for the jingle oddities. And Crystal Beach, I found, I think I was going down the rabbit hole of other theme park jingles, but... Uh, Crystal Beach was a theme park that oh, was, was around. We don't. It's not an active. Well, here's the thing. Oh uh, well, then listen. I don't want to get. I'm stepping on toes. Keep going. Crystal Beach was started in 1888 oh, and it closed in 1989. Year. So it was around for 101 years. Way to cross that finish line. Good job, Crystal Beach. We just made it. Um, it was started as a Chautauqua. Do you know what? A Chautauqua is or no. where Chautauqua is. No. It uh, was like a spiritual, social, educational movement in the late 1880s, and it was named after the community of Chautauqua on Chautauqua Lake, which uh, I grew up going to. They, it's still around. They have concerts there. They have lectures. It's like a really quaint little town. Um, do you know what recently happened at the Chautauqua Institute on Lake Erie? Oh, Institute? Yes. They discovered the cure for lisps. Close. <laughs> Salman Rushdie was nearly fatally stabbed. Oh. And who is this? Salman Rushdie. We don't have time to get into this. <laughs> no, wait a second. You can't name drop somebody and... You don't and, know who Salman Rushdie is? No. He's a I'm not f- even sure you're saying his name right. Or hers. He's a famous, <laughs> uh, a famous author. 
I believe he is Iranian, but uh, I will have to quickly Google this. Uh, but he wrote a book called The Satanic Verses, oh. uh, which some fundamentalists thought was very critical of Islam. And there was like a, a I don't know if fatwa is the right word, but like a death call put out on him. Mm-hmm. And he went into hiding for many, many years. And uh, he avoided avoided being murdered this long. And then finally he gives this speech in Chautauqua and some guy finds him and runs up on stage and tries to kill him. Oh, I did kind of hear about this. When was this? A couple of months ago, yeah, actually. I was going to say, this is pretty recent. Yeah, I remember seeing on Facebook, like, famous author, like, near fatally stabbed. Or was he fatally stabbed? No, he, he survived. Survived? Way he's going to gonna lose an eye, we think, oh. but he's alive. Uh, he is sir. Face stabbed? They stabbed him in the face? They stabbed him a lot, many places. How long until somebody got up there and stopped the stabbing? I mean, soon after the stabbing began, but it's the type of place where stabbings don't happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So nobody knew, like, people how to, were like, is this part how to of mobilize? It? Yeah. Uh, like, oh, it's a TikTok. It is a TikTok. Corrections <laughs> Corner. Sir Ahmed Salman Rushdie is an Indian born British American novelist. That's two corners we've been in this episode. There's only, how many corners does this room have? We used up two. Two of the four, okay. We used up two, we have two or more. Or is it an L-shaped room, in which case we have extra corners to play with? Um, we may need to make more corners. He was also married to uh, Padma Lakshmi. Pad, is that the, the Padme from Star Wars? The prequels? Jeez, dude. Uh, oh, oh, Natalie Portman <laughs> is her real name, Caitlin. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. She's a, uh, she hosts like food shows. She's a pretty model lady. I don't see beauty. <laughs> okay. We're not getting anywhere with Salman Rushdie, but he was stabbed. Never mind. Anyway, it was set up at the Crystal Beach, set up as one of these Chautauqua communities back in the 1880s by a guy named John Rebstock. But he quickly found out that he could make more money instead of with lectures and concerts, having uh, rides and freak shows. Mm-hmm as they were once called. So he sort of transitioned Crystal Beach from something educational to fun for everyone. Pop, pop. Pop, pop. (laughs) Uh, It's on the shores of Lake Erie, and at the time you could get there by ferry or train. It made it really easy to get to. And uh, he built the first roller coaster on Crystal Beach called the Figure Eight. There's going to be a lot of roller coaster history. Okay. In this research, buckle in. I guess like roller coaster heads, there's a no about Crystal Beach, so there's a lot of information, and there will be a local tie-in later. So just you sit tight. Oh, I actually hope I know where this is going, but keep going. You might know where it's going. I hope so. Uh, They had they're world renowned for all the roller coasters that they had. At the time, they had I think the tallest roller coaster in the world. Uh, But their first coaster was called the Figure Eight. Uh, in 1905 and it lasted 10 years until 1915 they also had a roller coaster called the backity back oh my gosh it's called the backity back (laughs) scenic railroad and it went backwards oh all right it's the first roller coaster to go backwards did that one last more than 10 years or unknown that one was from 1909 to 1926 all right i have these dates and then i wrote 1910, a 17-year-old died falling off. Oh. So I guess somebody died on backity-back. 
this is what I'm interested in, guys. I'm interested in fatalities and maiming, gang gang fights during gang fights. during sleepover events, like at Mil, um, Milford Amusement Center. Crystal Beach deaths, I think, was the next thing that I looked up. So then we have 1926, and we have the cyclone. Mm. This is one of the three giant cyclone safety coasters that were built. They call them safety coasters? Yes. Just for the good press that comes with it? Because in comparison to the other roller coasters in 1926, these were super safe. Okay. And actually, out of the five million rides that the Cyclone went on, it's a wooden coaster, by the way, uh, all wood. It was supposed to be super violent and very painful to go on and would like shake your bones out of your body. Uh, anyway, so five million rides and only one death because this guy in 1938, he stood up to take his coat off. While it was going? While it was going. Many eyewitness reports. He's like, boy, am I hot? And he stood up <laughs> to take his coat off. And then, of course, was like, oh, no, and fell <laughs> onto the tracks. <laughs> and he's like, well, now I've gone and done it. And as he's laying on the tracks, he's like, oh, no, again, because the coaster is still a coming. Oh, no. So he fell off. Wait, was he on the coaster, took off his coat, fell on the track, and then the coaster came up for him? Yes. Wow. So he fell. This is final destination stuff. Didn't quite fall to the ground. He fell on a piece of track that was technically in front of the coaster. Uh-huh. And the coaster, uh, it was a coming and cut off his head and feet. Oh, because he was laying in such a way? Yes. He so was the head rolled on one side of the track and the feet on the other? Laying across the track. So the two pairs of wheels... They done got the head and they done got the feet. Oh my God, that's the most gory way to die on a roller coaster, I think. Yeah. Right? Head and feet gone. But that was the only guy who died. The only one out of five million rides on this that, roller coaster made of That board. guy's got a claim to fame in the afterlife. This guy was all all over the internet because it was kind of a famous death. I bet back then they had like a picture in the paper of his corpse because that was like how they sold papers. In the Newsies day. Full disclosure, I didn't find any and I looked. Oh, okay. A little bit because I was curious. I just like Google image, safe search, off. Just please show me this man <laughs> in his final resting place. I want to see loose feet. <laughs> I don't see some <laughs> severed ankles. I'm going to be disappointed in, so, in the Ontario to. Daily Bugle or whatever it's called. Uh,. Okay, this guy. Sweet. Okay, this guy dead on the Cyclone, 1926. So that was in 1938. And people got a little bit spooked after this happened. After this thing? Because it was such, there had never been a death or even a serious injury at this park. Unfortunately for me, 100 years later, trying to find salacious research. Mm -hmm. So uh, after 1938, this guy bites it, no feet. They revamp the roller coaster and remove a lot of the wood and replace it with metal so it's more stable because... Uh, Even though that wasn't the reason why this guy di fell over and died. Not technically. His family ended up getting a lot of money because they said the safety bar was faulty. Like he shouldn't have been able to stand up and take his coat off. Hard eye roll. Keep going. <laughs> but he tried. Like he, Something was up with this man. Okay. Anyway, he got money. They're like, we need to revamp it. The sh constant shaking of the wooden coaster is 
causing us to have to do a lot of expensive maintenance every couple of years. It basically shakes itself apart every time it runs. Oh, sure. So they replaced about half of it with steel and renamed it The Comet. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Comet. Oh, oh, that's a familiar name. Um, We'll come back to this later. So we had the Cyclone. It won't be too long. Ooh. The Cyclone, the Backity Back, and another huge coaster called the Giant Coaster. This was the roller coaster that was the most gigantic in the world. So 101 years go by pretty uneventfully. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other deaths to tell you about. Well, they probably swept them all under the rug. I don't have any. It was Canada. Under though. the comet. <laughs> I don't have any other like salacious reports. Um, there wasn't like loose seals in Marine Land, uh, but there uh, there was mounting financial pressures. It's usually why these places go under. It's it's like the woman from that news clip we referenced in the uh, Milford Amusement Center episode. She's <laughs> like, uh, I heard the reason that they went out of business was because they weren't making any money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's that's why they go out of business. Unfortunately, <laughs> the same economic pressures came for. Uh, came for crystal beach in 1989 uh. um they there was marine land that was right nearby everyone loves marine land mm-hmm. there was darien that lake yeah. that was right nearby which oh, yeah. had like brand new fancy f- for the kids mm-hmm. roller coasters and uh they were deeply deeply in debt and ended up closing to their 101st birthday and uh it is now a gated community called Crystal Beach Tennis and Yacht Club. Okay, well the, the name lives on. That's nice. The name lives on. Uh, what happened to all the rides? Tell you me. Say? Tell me. So the giant coaster unfortunately was dismantled and sold for scrap, as was a ride called Laugh in the Dark, a spook ride through Clown Town. Mm. That's a quote from a video I watched. <laughs> uh, but the comment. What happened to the comet? Uh, that was dismantled after a large campaign from roller coaster enthusiasts. Cause it was such a famous roller coaster uh, that it would be saved. It was dismantled and bought by the Great Escape. Yay! Local theme park. Which is where it is now. So mm. Crystal Beach Comet lives on just uh, just a little bit up the road at the Great Escape, and you can still ride it. And for those who are listening nationwide, the Great Escape is a Six Flags theme park now. Yes. So it's Six Great Escape at Six Flags or the other way around. I didn't want to say it wrong, so I just said Great Escape, but I think. But yeah, when we grew up, it was just Great Escape. Mm -hmm. And and it came over like in the early 90s or right as soon as it closed, right? There was no like, eh, 10 years later, it showed up again, right? It was in storage for a while until they had a place to put it. Okay. But it went basically from Crystal Beach to Great Escape until they, they found a corner of the park and they set it up. What's your review on having ridden the Comet? Because I've ridden it many a times. I am not a roller coaster person. I think I've ridden it twice. I remember it being super short and very jarring. Jarring for sure. I don't know if it was particularly short. Like The other one was called the Steam and Demon, and that one is like, you're up and you're down and you're back and you're down and like and that's it like it's like a 30 second ride this one i thought was maybe by comparison a lot longer but it's a really good roller coaster and it's beautiful it's like it's old-timey looking and it's i would say it's the 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 best roller coaster in the park by far 
the Great Escape says that it is their most popular roller coaster. Roller coaster, mm-hmm. um, roller coaster enthusiasts know about it, and people come from all over the country just to ride it. That's visit cool. this. I think it has a plaque out front that says Historic Roller Coaster Association. Oh, nice thing. Well, I remember you when you said Cyclone. I'm like, oh, that. I think that is the one that gets renamed the Comet. So, so even I knew that part of the history, and I did not look this up. And it is. I wrote. It was in the the research. There's a lot of roller coaster freaks that are very into this, but you're I remember among s- them. Clearly, <laughs> got, <laughs> I'm looking at your five star notebook here of uh, of wall to wall text. I think you like them too. Of scrawlings, I they say how long the ride is, and it's way shorter than you think. I think it's like 45 seconds really? or something. Oh my gosh. I'll have, to, I'll have to look again, but it is, uh, yeah, I remember it really shaking my back. If you're sitting in the cart, at the time? Is, is a cart the right word? If you're in like the the seats mm-hmm. alone, you will slide side to side and like it hurts. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you need a second person next to you to, to cushion you, <laughs> save your hip bones. That was the... When I rode the Comet, that was the same trip as the Swiss Family Toboggan water slide disaster that I may have mentioned you on this podcast. You probably have. Can you give it, give us the short version? Uh, was Considering we recorded like the first batch of episodes like two years ago. Uh, went there with my friend. Episodes. We were loaded into a flume raft water ride into a raft by a teenager. It was supposed to fit like four people and they put like eight people in it because there were two groups and they didn't want to be split up mm-hmm. too many people in the toboggan it flipped over and this huge we were trapped under this huge rubber raft going all the way down oh no i probably had a small concussion did you black out or do you wish you did for a half second it was very exciting uh-huh because you kind of like when you're riding these things you sort of i'm gonna flip over who's it gonna flip over and then all of a sudden it did wow uh, a friend's mother got a horrible black eye from being smashed by this thing. I don't know what happened to the other people who were in the ride. I hit my head really, really hard. On like the side of the track or something? Like That's seriously dangerous. I don't know what I hit my head on. It happened really fast. But it was that those huge, heavy, heavy, heavy rubber rafts yeah. that trapped us under there. Like, we probably could have drowned Absolutely. or been killed. But we didn't. And I'm fine. And that was the time I rode the comet. <laughs> well... That was the time, the same time you wrote the comet. Obviously, this didn't happen on the comet. Let's not besmirch the good name of the comet, which has over five million rides and only one death. No, they uh, they shuffled us off to the like first aid station, and I got some ibuprofen and an ice pack. Mm, They told you to get some sleep. They're like, "You look concussed. Close your eyes." Pretty much. I remember not telling my mom for maybe a year later because I know she would have flipped out. Just like you almost, just like you flipped out of the raft. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sure they don't do that anymore. Go ride the Swiss Family toboggan roller coaster water ride. Anyway, that is Crystal Beach. Uh, there is also, uh, I researched for this article, and, uh, an article in Niagara this week from 2015 where the author blames the demise of Crystal Beach on birth control pills. I'm sorry, could you repeat that whole thing? 
article called Life and Death of Crystal Beach from Niagara this week, 2015, blames the demise of Crystal Beach on birth control pills. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Um, go into detail as deep as you can about how that, how that could have been. This gentleman uh, posits that people had less children, therefore there were less children to be taken to Crystal Beach. Oh. But, I mean, doesn't the Earth's population continuously rise every year for the most part? You ever check into that factoid? But the pill, man. <laughs> but imagine how many more. They were always anticipating more children. Women's libbers killed Crystal Beach. Uh, it's true. It is a fact. There was a lot of thoughts and prayers that went into stopping Crystal Beach from existing, and I think that that was a big part of it. Wait, no, that's the other way around. What are you trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that like people prayed the Crystal Beach away, but in reality, if they were praying, then birth control wouldn't have happened. Because, <laughs> come on, help me dig out of this hole, uh, please. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this, so you got You got to help me here. <laughs> God smote Crystal Beach. In punishment for man's <laughs> sins of trying to interfere with his will. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what I was saying. And it's because they prayed the Crystal Beach away. And it's 100% true. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, Chris, that's the extensive roller coaster heavy research about Crystal Beach. Uh, let's hear... Let's hear that jingle. All right. Yeah, I guess, you know, we could do that. This is, uh, if you want to look this up on YouTube uh, so you can hear it again uh, at your leisure, it's called Crystal Beach Jingle 80s. It's got uh, 1.1 thousand views, uh, and it was uploaded seven years ago. It's a minute and two seconds long. Let's hear it. Crystal Beach Jingle 80s. it crystal beach caitlin let's get those first impressions first impression i think this is earlier than the 80s yeah i would think so maybe they used it into the 80s Jeez, maybe but 70s or this, 60s? this sounds like the 60s or the early 70s were basically the 60s so it could have been in that 10-year range 65 to 75 what everybody is probably reacting to are the pop pops the pop pops the squeaky bubbles in. There's nothing about, like, no lyric reference what is making these pops, right? I don't know why they're popping. Is there. 
There's no with a lot of these jingles we have like a television component. This one is not. We don't know if uh, something's making those sounds. There's bubbles. I'm picturing like a a ball popping out of a clown's open mouth. Like remember Mr. Bucket? Do you remember the Mr. Bucket game? A Mr. Bucket. The balls pop out of my mouth. There you go. Buckets are fun. Yeah, and the bucket would it was a head that had a mouth and the balls would pop out while kids cheered and such. This is all I picture. It's just the the bucket just popping those balls out of his mouth. But why? Ping pong balls. I picture one of those super old like pop guns with like a cork and a string and the cork would come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, did you notice that the pops are not always perfectly in time? Like they had the guy doing the pops live and he was either on or he wasn't, but they were getting this done in one take. Did you hear this? Somebody was cueing the... The pop man. It's the second pop most of the time. Mm-hmm. Come out to Crystal Beach, pop. Crystal Beach, pop. That's a fun for everyone. Pop, pop. It's that second pop there that is always late. I read it as syncopation. Okay, sure. Maybe it was a, a, a musical choice by I the heard composer. a syncopated pop choice, much like jazz. <laughs> yeah, it was very jazzy. Come on, pops. <laughs> Stay on the beat. No, man, you got to let the pops breathe. Let them... It's... It's not what pops you do here. It's the pops you don't hear. It's the space in between the pops <laughs> that matter. <laughs> okay. So we got the pops. They're hilariously distracting. Um, I love them too. What else? Uh, there's a lot of a hooting and a hollering. Mm. There's, a, there's, a, there's sounds of people on the roller coaster. Yeah, they're going there's, up the roller coaster, right? Like mm-hmm. they're, they're rising like, oh, this is going to be great. There's a lot of key changes until by the very end. It's Crystal Beach. Like people are singing really, <laughs> really high. So so let's get to the key changes for a minute there, because that's a fun component. Um, first verse is in the original key. Mm-hmm. Then it modulates with a second verse. So now higher. now it's up to the higher key. Mm-hmm. They've got a third verse a-coming. And what do they do? Do they modulate again, or did you catch what they did instead? They sort of, uh, they slowed it down, and then it got the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And the, that was like the bass line in the background that's yeah, happening. Yeah, they slowed it down, and they went to halftime. Mm-hmm. So the so the drumming was, the tempo was the same, but the drumming was played at half speed to give it a whole new feel. Because they probably couldn't go any higher. The girls were going to like explode <laughs> if they went any higher. Um, so I thought that was interesting. A lot of times you save the modulation for the last verse because it's like the louder celebratory verse, but... They went the other way with it and went with the halftime. That was a cool choice. I like that one. It's musically. a mini Broadway show. Yes. In a jingle. That was awesome. Um, any particular lyrics you were digging? Some of it I could not understand. Some of the lyrics, usually I write down all of the lyrics. I did not. It's fast. Pay one price. Uh, lots of 36 amusement rides. Some will be terrified. Crystal Beach. Yeah, yeah, they are really speaking. What else did you catch any other lyrics? All right, so some will even leave you, or some will even make you petrified. Petrified. <laughs> you know, it, they will even make you petrified. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a great one. Um, as I alluded to in my opening, um, I mentioned that it's not very far away. <laughs> like, there's a part of the songs where like, it's not very far away to Crystal Beach. Like, they're just like begging you, like, just come on, it's not that far. Like. It's probably worth the trip. So I really enjoyed that line. Um, and then, but the one p- the part I mentioned, and you mentioned this, or one part I wanted to mention, and you kind of hit on this already, was 
the uh, the sound effects of of the roller coasters. Mm-hmm. They come at the expense of some additional lyrics. Like there's a part of the song where they're like, "It's so much fun to go to Crystal Beach, Ontario," and then there's just like a moment where they should have put some more lyrics, and they're like, eh, "Screw it, I don't want to write anymore. Just make." sound effects of people on a roller coaster here and we'll pick it up in the next verse or the next chorus so i thought that was pretty funny there's there's screaming there there is that kid that says crystal beach ontario yeah which i think we hear that in um remember when we did our second episode which was uh thompson's clam bar mm-hmm. like they did a little bit of that too we're like hey let's just stop singing and say what we mean to say um which I'm, I'm sure, you know, the Thompson's Clam Bar one was almost like making fun of that style. This mm-hmm. was that style. I like that. I thought that was funny. Anything else about this one? Oh, what else? Yeah, there's, there were a couple lines that I wish I could understand or had written down. Well, maybe if you spent less time, you know, researching, researching roller, roller coasters. coasters, you might have uh, actually listened to this jingle more than once. Leaving it on the pill. Here's, here's a little, yeah. <laughs> here's a little uh, quiz for you. What's the first word of this song, and what's the last word of this song? The first word is come. Is it? Come down to Crystal Beach, or come on to Crystal Beach? They I think go, that's hey, what come down to Crystal Beach. They okay. start with hey, like, okay. to get your attention. Like, look over here. Hey! Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the, it's a real attention grabber, that hey. Probably, you know, uh, not not perfectly polite for its day but they were desperate you know you got to get the attention of the people mm-hmm. what, what, what was the last word of the song well now i think i'm gonna be wrong Lots but fun for everyone and... it's beach it's yeah <laughs> it starts with a hey and ends with a yeah because yes, it's like the muppet show mm-hmm. like you know it's like a kid's song ending with yeah like oh okay um i thought that was great they start with hey they end with yeah somebody just stomps to the end of the stage and yeah, there's a lot of jazz hands and heavy breathing mm-hmm. as they pose. Thunderous applause by everybody watching at home or listening on the radio in 1888. Um, I thought that was really campy in a beautiful way. So This was a good jingle. Oh, it, it, it is very nearby. I did mention you could get there directly by ferry or train. So it was not too far away for many people. The ferry, I did not mention this. Uh, the ferry was discontinued because there was a... Somebody's got their head and feet cut off? It was described as a race riot on the ferry. Oh. I didn't read any more about it, but... You didn't? That sounds great. Something real bad went down on oh. that ferry, and they it was so bad they never ran the ferry again. Oh. They're like, how are we going to clean this mess up? They're like, just sink the ferry. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's like, there's no... Get the insurance money. I'm not cleaning this crap up darkness happened here <laughs> sunk the ferry in the lake the races will surprise you though oh jeez. it was like irish and name another one uh the irish and the uh the portuguese yes noted uh enemies sworn enemies in the uh ontario they're like area. potatoes are the best and they're like cod is the best <laughs> Piorkies are the best <laughs> Piorkies? Piorgi? a pierogi 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 Oh, boy, now I'm starting a race war. It's like a pug and a corgi. Caitlin and Don had to shut down the podcast due to a race war that they incited. When Don wildly mispronounced a staple of Portuguese food. Although, is it Portuguese? Polish. Oh, dear. 
go home. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to push you right off the cyclone. <laughs> Say goodbye to your feet. <laughs> Awesome. Turn them into pierogies. Awesome. Can't say words, don't know their origin. But other than that, mm-hmm. I would kill it at a spelling bee. I'm older than you now anyway. <laughs> You're always older <laughs> than me. There's no excuse. <laughs> All right. Um, that's great. That's a fun one. It's funny. When you first pitched this one, I was I was like not really warm on it. I was like, eh, it's, it's too old. Like I was, maybe I was really digging the stuff from the 80s, you know, that I grew up with mm-hmm. and the things of that nature. And this seemed a lot older, but... It's heartwarming to think that this was the type of advertising that um, that probably, I mean, it worked for 101 years. I'm not saying that this jingle has, has lasted that long, but I, I think this style, you know, um, kept it going for a long time. So It so. is fun. It makes you want to clap. And if you listen to this YouTube video, at the very, very end, you hear like just a quick fanfare of maybe a station identification music, and it is rocking. And we both wished we could have heard more of that too. Yeah, I really want to know where that came from because it, whatever came next after this song on that YouTube video was, uh, let's just say, promising. It was like KQEO Ontario's number one station for today's hits mm-hmm. and yesterday's greatest. Oldies. Well, that was great. Well, that was a fun one. It's great to be back, Caitlin, and happy birthday again. Happy birthday to me, yes. Is it time to um, to tell people about what's coming up next on Welcome to the Jingle? It is, and you can do that because well, you have researched it. I have researched it. So, so if you recall, the last episode we did was Milford Amusement Center. Mm-hmm. We've got the fun, I believe is what they would say. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we had not... When we recorded that episode, we had not solidified what we were going to do next. And so you and I were kind of tap dancing like, oh, what, what's next? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it going to be Crystal Beach? Is it going to be something else? And I think you pitched Crystal Beach and I pulled it out of thin air and said, no, we're going to do Showbiz Pizza, which uh, eventually became Chuck E. Cheese's. Well, we lied, folks. Yeah. And then we we're like, oh, you know what? And we even announced it. We're like, we're going to just, those are going to be the next two. So uh, yeah, we'll do Crystal Beach next and then Showbiz Pizza right after that. You'll see. Um, so rather than just pretend that never happened, I'm going to come right out and say it. That did happen. And yet when I went to research showbiz pizza, um, there's plenty to talk about the restaurant, the jingle. I just couldn't find a good version of it. Uh, it it didn't seem worth talking about. That's not to say we're not going to hit on that in a future episode, but instead I uh, called an audible and, uh, I heard a great little jingle on the radio not too long ago. For Comfort Windows and Doors, a uh, Syracuse, New York-based home improvement and window-slash-door manufacturing company. And uh, you're probably hearing a little bit of what they bring to the table right now in the background. It's, uh, It's so bad, it's good, and I can't wait to talk about it next time. For now, though... I'm Don Ferlazzo. And I'm Caitlin Kay. And this is Ben. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. jingle. Bye. Bye. See ya. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was good too. <laughs> <laughs>